The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached strike point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you the strike point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to another show of Strike Point. It's me, David Naylor, and as always, my co-host and partner in crime, Mikkel Denib. Hey there, matey. Uh, yeah, if I can uh, get myself out Make of the up. snow, it feels almost like Christmas here. We got so much snow, and, and actually I'm snowed in right now. My, my car is stuck in the driveway. I can't get out. And the other car broke down, so it's it's at the garage. So um, I'm I'm pretty isolated here. <coughs> but other than that, I'm good. Good. That's what that's what I like to hear. That's what it was like for us not so long ago. Um, although I could walk into town and do all the normal things, um, it did come down quite heavy. So, what we've got to the, in today's show, I guess, I suppose I should cover a bit of the London Affiliate Conference that I just went to, the Casino One. Um, maybe look at some of the forthcoming events. I'm speaking at SES London and New York. I think you're SES Munich, aren't you as well, Mikkel? Yeah. Are you doing SES Munich? Yeah. Yes. Um, the, leg- the legalities of what Google is doing in Denmark, we'll have an update on that. I think we'll, that'll be, uh, we'll keep having these updates as things happen. Um, I'm trying to think if anything else happened. Oh, there was a, an Apple thing. What was it called? The iPen or something pad. I don't know. It's Anyway, we'll, ha- we'll have a look at that and see if it's going to change the way that we look at the internet and the fact that Steve Jobs doesn't like Flash and is trying to kill it on all Apple products. So we'll have a look at that. And I wonder if Safari then will stop supporting Flash in the future, assuming as how, you know I mean? Oh, is it Safari the Apple one? I can never remember. Yeah. Anyway, so it's a live show. You were missing last week, and Bass stood in for us. Thank you very much, Bass, if you're yeah, li- listening. You. Um, and I I don't know if you realize, Mikkel, but Bass handed his notice in, in yeah. Search Cowboys this week so he's got two weeks left then he's going to go do something totally different which I don't know what it is yet it's bugging me a little bit but I'm sure that Bass will let us know in good time so good luck Bass whatever you're going to do and maybe it's me and him will sit down one day and write a book on SEO so we'll see you heard it here first so Mikkel <laughs> <laughs> the Denmark thing where are we at what's happening yeah, um, as uh, I think I told you guys uh, a couple of weeks ago, Google launched uh, Street View in Denmark. Uh, they've been uh, taking pictures of about 30,000 kilometers of roads in uh, Denmark over the uh, summer, last summer. And uh, they finally got all the pictures together and um, released it. And, uh, of course, it, 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 uh, it created a lot of interest 
it's been all over the medias. And uh, but also, of course, the same kind of concerns that Google Street View have uh, raised in most of the world um, over privacy issues. Now, as it turned out, a few days later after they released it, um, some uh, legal advices for the from the journalists uh, association. Um, came out and said, but but what they're doing here is clearly illegal. And I think a lot of people were a little bit surprised about that. But the fact is that there is a law in Denmark that prevents, um, it's paragraph 264A in the, in the criminal law, that prevents you from taking pictures of identifiable uh, people in the, on their private grounds or through their windows. So in other words, you're not allowed to take pictures of you know, me or kids playing around in my garden or, or through the window in my house. And it doesn't really matter what you do with the picture. It is the act of taking the picture. And if you uh, do so, uh, according to the law, uh, you can get fined or maximum of six months in prison. So it is very legal. It, it's a very uh, serious offense. Of course, it's, 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 I, would, I would suggest that it's, it, it's made... And that's why the, the, the legal advisor from the journalist uh, union is talking about that, that it applies a lot to um, to the work that a journalist would make. Uh, so, for instance, if they want to write stories about famous people or whatever, there's limitations to what kind of pictures they can make um, and use. But, of course, the, the law is general, so um, it does apply to, to Google service as well. One of the interesting things about it is that we, we have a, a, a data uh, agency in Denmark. I'm not sure what the right term would be in English, but anyway, it's a it's an agency that overview how data, uh, personal personal identifiable data, is is managed basically. So so any company that are managing some you know kind of personal uh, data, they 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 um, comply to to this agency, and uh, normally normally a company that would gather this kind of data, because it's a lot of data that Google have been gathering, normally they would go to this agency and ask them in advance, is this okay, you know, is there, is there any legal problems in doing what we want to do? Um, they have been out saying Google have not been in contact with them. Google have not asked them whether or not it, 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 their service and the way of, of, of running their service complies with Danish law. Um, Google, of course, when they launched it, went out and said, this service is, is uh, absolutely legal, there's no question about that, and blah, 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 blah. And now it turns out that either they're lying, or they haven't checked it out probably, or they're just, you know, basically trying to def define law the way that they would like it to be, and not the way it actually is, uh, or, you know, some totally different explanation. But the fact is that um, it may very well be legal. Now, whether they can be convicted or not for this is, you know, it, it, it's going to probably going to take a long time. You, you all know how the legal system works. Basically, if anybody personally is violated by this law, they can uh, file charges against Google. And that have already been done. Several people have filed charges that have been, you know, been photographed on their private grounds. Um, but then the police have to investigate it, and then they have to uh, prosecute it in, 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 in the legal system. And, you know, we all know that takes forever, or at least it can take, yeah, it can probably take several years. I don't know. Um, until then, uh, probably nothing will happen. Um, 
So, so, but it's going to be interesting anyway uh, to see it, and 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 it's been interesting to see how little Google have reacted. Uh, you know, when they launched the product in Denmark, they were very offensive. Um, they were all over the media. They were responding to all interview requests. They were on TV and they were smiling and they were happy. But then once this uh, issue came up, they went back to their normal Google way of dealing with things. Not you know, replying to any questions from, from journalists, not <laughs> not being there on TV interviews or anything. So so they, they are back to the normal hiding strategy. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see um, how, how it's going to end up playing out. But it's, 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 it's a little, it's a little worrying that, that Google don't, uh, um, uh, don't put a little more effort into complying with um uh, with local laws, because it's not, it's not like, I mean, this is not a totally ridiculous law. I mean, you can always discuss the exact letter of, of laws and intentions, but, it, you know, in, 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 in the basic concept of this law, I think it, it, it's, it's, uh, it serves a protection for people that I think is, is okay. Um, and, and so I, 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 again, I think that they should comply with, with, um, with local laws. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you on this. I mean, it was just someone, I think it was, uh, yes, it was, it was Marcus, um, and he tweeted out today, ha, ah, look at this, this is kind of funny. When I clicked on it, it was a link of a street view image of a couple having sex um, under a motorway bridge. Okay, so it's most probably not the most romantic place to have sex, but again, they were caught and their faces weren't like blurred out or anything. So a little bit embarrassing for those guys. Um, but it's, you know what I mean? It's like the the way that Google now believes that you have no privacy on the net, you know what I mean? It's like the it's you, whatever you do, whether you like it or not, it's going to pretty much end up on the web someplace um, and they're going to make it available to everybody out there. So it's a little bit kind of like, it's a shame, um, but it's one of those ones yeah, where you've got to look at it and say, bloody hell, if you, if you don't want to get caught... Um, don't go to so like certain countries. Maybe we should all live in China. That that would kind of work out, wouldn't it? Once Google gets kicked out. <laughs> but I, I think you know a lot of people. Of course, when I brought up the the issues, uh, the privacy issues regarding Street View, a lot of people were were com- replying to me with the same uh, uh, the same way that Google had been doing, and say, oh, but I mean, if 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 what you're doing is legal, uh, you know, why would you bother anybody uh, taking picture of you? You know, if, if, if what you're doing is, is okay, if, if you don't have a problem with what you're doing, why 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 do you have a problem with people taking pictures of it? And, and I'll tell you why, because I think it is important. Um, first of all, when people know that they're being watched, they change behavior. That's a fact. And it it's not always for the better, because people sometimes... Yeah then don't do things that they should be doing or that they should have the right to be doing. Things that are very innocent in its essence, but when you look at it at a picture, um, and especially a still picture where you don't have uh, any any sense of, of, um, of context, um, then it might be suspicious. Like one of the good examples in, in Denmark when they when they uh, introduced CCT camps in uh, surveillance camps in in the Grand Central Station in Copenhagen. I remember there was an uh, there was an an, an old man 
a grandfather that that raised some concerns because he was he was used to go to this grand central station and pick up his grandson i think it was like a, a boy maybe 10 years old or something and he was he was usually picking him up there once a week and, and taking care of him for the afternoon or something. And and when they met in the Grand Central Station, usually the kid would run to him and, and, and jump up to him and give him a, a hug and he gave him a little kiss on the chin or something like that. The way that grandparents should and the way that, that grandsons should expect from their grandparent. But now with the with the surveillance, he was a little concerned that maybe some stupid officer at some point would look at the pictures and say, wow, is that a pedophile? And, and of course he's not, but just the act of being dragged into um, questioning at the police station on, on a possible pedophile charge, that is, that is, that must be such a bad experience. I mean, of course he would, they would probably find out sooner or later that he's not a pedophile and this is his grandson and whatever. But, but imagine, imagine if the police came around to your work and arrested you on pedophile charges, that alone, you know, would be very hurtful to you. Uh, and I think there a lot, lot, there's a lot of other examples that shows that when Google go out and say, oh, but if we do anything wrong, you can bring us to court or you can email us and say, please remove this picture. What Google is not recognizing is that something, some things cannot be undone. Uh, let's say that, that, for instance, you brought up uh, a couple of weeks ago from England these pictures of, of cars where the plates are not covered that are parked outside a gay club. Now, if there was was uh, um, yeah. a conservative family and the wife saw that picture of her husband's car parked outside a gay club, the guy may actually not never have been to that gay club. But what is the wife to think? You know, maybe she thinks, oh, maybe he maybe he is, you know, bisexual. Maybe he did go to this gay club. That might be enough to trigger a, a a divorce. And the way that that would hurt the family and maybe the kids, it could be devastating. And and the fact that you could then maybe take Google to court uh, for, 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 uh, uh, for whatever damages, that doesn't change it. The, the, the kids in that family still have a broken up family. No, no, no uh, court case can ever change that. I mean, just because you can bring somebody to court because they killed, another guy that doesn't mean that the guy is not dead you know <laughs> the guy is still dead the, the damage is still done and i think that is very arrogant then to say that well we we have the right to do this if you have a problem take us to court and and i think it's it's a kind of the same logic that certain uh, newspapers of, of a low quality also apply to the way that they're treating famous people or anybody in, in, in reality so I, I i and and that is what i what i really don't like about this so just want to clear that up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've had things in the UK. I mean, The Sun covered a story that I've just pasted to there um, last year about a woman that actually filed for divorce after she saw her husband's car parked outside another woman's house on Google Street View. Exactly. You know what I mean? And she was spying on a on a, a female friend and she basically saw her husband's car parked outside the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... And she's filed for divorce, you know what I mean? There's pictures of people coming out of sex shops and stuff like this, which is like, it's there's nothing illegal in that, but it's nope. an embarrassment factor. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, there's nothing, you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with going into a sex shop. There's nothing wrong going into a gay club. It's that embarrassment factor of what 
is socially acceptable and what's not socially acceptable. And I know that Google said, oh, you can basically ask for it to be removed if you want to. Um, but that's not the point. The damage is already done by then. Uh, and and it is you know what I mean it's like you don't you it's like you, you don't need this kind of like intrusion, um, you know what I mean I'm just having a look at the one, um, Google Street View catches Dutch fire truck knocking down little old lady. That's a cool one. <laughs> <laughs> How bizarre! When was that? Did you know about that one, Michael? November the eleventh, two thousand and nine. A fire truck. There was, there was a there was another funny uh, thing that turned out. It's like it's. I don't know whether that is a sign that we should uh, cut into a commercial break. I think it might be. Um, anyway, so maybe maybe we should take a short break here and present the sponsors of the show. So um, if you stay with us for just a few minutes, we'll be back. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> XY7 affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the click in the cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Where to the start? You can do it a couple ways. 866XY7 page. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. <coughs> wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host, 
Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. Uh, before the break... Oh, no, don't start with the echo. Before the break, we were discussing the legalities of uh, Street View and why in Denmark it's been... Well, obviously, the, the case is going through at the moment. It is illegal. I think there's some laws in the UK that actually make it illegal as well, but the UK government, as we do, is turning a blind eye to it. So, hurrah for the UK. Um, so, what else, Michael, what else do you want to discuss today? Yeah, there was uh, a couple of, 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 uh, of interesting new... Uh, <laughs> products from um, from uh, Apple this um, this last week uh, actually I'm, I'm not I'm, I, I did actually get a, a, a new iMac just uh, recently for for video editing one of the nice uh, new 27 inch um, strong machines um, very nice uh, so you know I don't have a I use I use any kind of computer that that suits whatever purpose that 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 I have normally I like to work on PPs uh, on PCs uh, I use Mac for, for, for video editing. I think we have some Linux servers around somewhere. You know, I, I, I'm not very religious about this, but I'm not, I'm not that, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a Mac fan. I'm not a PC fan either. I'm really not a computer fan. So I'm not following these things so closely. So when, when I heard like rumors about something new coming from Apple, I wasn't actually aware of what it was. So, so the first, the first news that I saw um, of course, I didn't actually notice before, but I, I saw the end of it was on on this uh, very nice website called The Onion that uh, some of you probably have heard about. If you go and and, and search there for the MacBook Wheel, W H E E L, um, you'll see some interesting news about a new MacBook uh, <laughs> coming out there that um, it actually looks a lot more interesting than the other one that uh, that is also coming out. What is it called? The iPad or something? Um, basically, um, the MacBook wheel uh, promises a whole lot of things. There's some great interviews. It's, it's basically a, a, a MacBook with just one big wheel. So get rid of all the, 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 the typewriting and all that stuff. And there's some interesting uh, comments from, from, from users um, with uh, this presentation. One of the guys is saying, I'll buy almost anything shiny and made by Apple. I love that comment. <laughs> they also, in this computer, introduced this new uh, battery called Hummingbird, and it can run up to almost 20 minutes before it needs to be reloaded again. And it also, of course, it included a 20 gigabyte hard drive. Damn, it's a monster. So <laughs> it's. Um, but apparently, there's another one, the iPad. Maybe you can tell us uh, a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I suppose it's very much like the Windows and HP Slate, except it doesn't have a webcam. It can't access the Skype and mobile phone technology. It doesn't support Flash. In fact, it's got pretty much, it's a colourful Kindle DX, realistically. It's a book reader. Um, we've had loads of scams already. Uh, my favourite scam... It, it, yeah, without the bookstore, yeah. They're actually using... And without the, 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 the book reader screen, right? Uh, oh, don't have that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Um, my favourite one so far for people scamming the iPad was Jason Kalkanis saying that he had one um, before the launch just so that he would get more followers and offering it to give it away. 
Um, that's what I like about Kilcan- um, Kilcanis. Who's that dude? Um, Jason, he's, he's very much a standing upstanding guy of the community we like him um i think aaron wall's been going one-to-one with them again about the fact that his content scraper maholo is i mean is getting a free pass where most of us that would try to do this would pick up penalties and bans but because it is vc backed there's what believe in the industry is a little bit of backhanding going on left right and center um which people are getting a little bit pissy about as well so it's, hopefully it's going to be a bit of a rough ride for Mr. Calcanus over the next 12 months. I think that the eyes of the world will fall upon him and not in a happy way, but in a sad way. But that's <laughs> life. Salavi. Um, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so the iPad it seems to be more about hype than realistically about what it is. It's a, a wider, fatter iTouch or whatever the bloody iPhone without phone ability was. Um, so I'm not over-enamoured by it. I'd most probably buy one anyway just so that I can say, yeah, I've got one. But then again, I said that about the iTouch and couldn't be asked. And I said that about the iPhone and couldn't be asked. So to be honest, I don't think I must probably be asked. At this moment in time, I want to buy one. I don't think I must probably actually get to the situation where I go to the shop and buy one, though. Um most probably a waste of money, but I do waste money on gadgets anyway. Um, I'll most probably wait till the slate gets released by Hewlett Packard and buy one of those because that does look awesome. Um, so that's what people should say, wait for and do that. But what was interesting about the old iPad thing was it looks like either Steve Jobs has grown some balls or lost his mind because the two things he's done is decided that, A, he wants to crush the Google Android. Um, Okay, we know that Apple and Google don't really get on with each other. Um, But he's still not going to support Flash. And this is crazy, you know what I mean? He's blaming the fact that when Macintosh's crash... It's because of Flash, and that's it. And it's like, dude, it's like, how many websites out there actually use Flash? You know what I mean? It's like, if you actually let Flash run on your iPad, it might be kind of useful to be able to, like, stream, like, movies and stuff like that, like from Hulu and YouTube and places like this. But, oh, no, you know what I mean? It's, it's just crazy. Um, so he's kind of declared war on Adobe, which I think is a little bit stupid of him. But, hey, we'll see how that works out. He wants everyone to go to HTML5. Does he know how secure that is? Hmm, I guess not. Um, which leads me on to a, I did a, a conference in London, LAC, which is the big casino, one of the big casino conferences. Um, and you get all the big boys there from 888, uh, down to, well, anyone who's got a gaming room, I guess. And I had to do a panel this time with Ziff and Demon SEO, which for some reasons they decided it would be best if they didn't video this one. So unless you were there, you're going to get pretty much what we covered there. I did a blog post when SEO gets dirty today on David Naylor. Um, And it was very much on the lines of these are the things that are out there and happening now, all the way from disabling, you know what I mean, from knocking out your 
in-house SEO team uh, by just sending them like loads of rubbish traffic and nasty things you could do to hacking and cross-site scripting and all these things that like the world knows is out there but kind of like is very blinkered and doesn't want to know about it until it actually happens to them. So that was a very interesting uh, show. It's the first time I've I've went all black hat in a while, and, and it was it was fun. Um, but it was certainly one of those ones where I don't think that I think there was some very hefty disclaimers at the beginning of the presentations, anyway, saying this is not <laughs> what we do. This is in our experience is what we've seen happen to our clients, um, and we've <laughs> come across this. Um, on the web please don't ask us to do this we don't do this sort of stuff so yeah it was it was a fun it was certainly a fun conference anyway um so it, that was it, an it, interesting one it is always i mean it's always fun to discuss uh, uh extreme uh, techniques um uh, and 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 even even though uh, most of the times is is the same the same way that that you're running your business. Most of the times I'm dealing with with types of clients where where this is not really on the agenda. This is not this is not all what we're doing and 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 what don't what not what we need to do. Um, so, but but nevertheless, um, security issues, uh, hacking, black hat SEO, and all those those topics I still find very very interesting. I've been I've, I've been studying for years. Or reading, I would say, you know, more uh, anything that I could get my hands on in terms of how uh, fraudsters have have frauded other people, interesting cases, uh, um, people that are convicted by by you know interesting trickery of every kind. Every kind that doesn't mean that I want to go and and cheat people or trick people. You know, I I really don't. But I, but I find I find that part of human nature interesting, and and especially the fact that you can't trick. Uh, uh, other people into whatever you you want more or less, and the same thing applies to to systems, and same thing of course applies to search. It is very interesting whether or not you actually go ahead and use these techniques, um, and it's also from a from a from a working point of view, is is I think we all see a, a great deal of of um, hardcore stuff going on, black hat stuff going on, and even legal stuff involving some degrees of hacking. There's there's a good reason to know about these things because your own sites or your client sites can get attacked by this. And the more you know about it, the better you can investigate what actually went wrong, and then do whatever it takes to to fix it. Yeah, I mean, we looked at some of the things like um, how there's a massive influx at the moment from Poland and Russia of not hacking WordPress blogs to put links on for themselves, but links for competitors you know what i mean so it's like you try to explain to google that you didn't put those links in there it was done by hackers and if you were buying links you were done anyway so you're in this kind of like hard place you know what i mean you've bought links you you've got a bad link profile but you're ranking and now all of a sudden the the hackers are throwing backlinks from hacked wordpress blogs to your website and you're like oh my god where do I go from here? You know what I mean? So it's it's not easy. You know what I mean? That's for sure. You're in a whole world of pain, to say the least. Um, and I don't know how, and all the things that we discussed, it was like, there's not many real solutions to this. 
You know what I mean? It's like when you're using things like sloping of deaths and stuff like this, it's it's really, really hard to sort of like pinpoint what's happening and how you're going to combat it. You know what I mean? By the time you realize you're getting hit, it's too late. You know what I mean? It's um, what, what do you do? So the, the, it was an interesting one anyway. Um, I noticed, I don't know if you know that today that uh, Distilled announced that they're going to open a US office, that SEO Mars is stopping consultancy altogether and is now going to just work on SEO tools, I guess. Um, so it's kind of like that's an interesting move. And if I want to mention SEO tools, I better give a shout out to Raven as well because I know that the listeners of the uh, radio show and they've most probably got the best tool set out there at the moment um, which is quite reasonably priced as well um, so that's nice you know what I mean it's like I would definitely kind of like have, if you haven't looked at Raven Tools have a look at it um, you know what I mean it's okay Matt it's like I know you listen to the show anyway and I do like your tool set it's very similar to our own in-house tool set that we've never released to the public. We should have a beer one day and sit down and kind of like discuss the whole scalability of um, handling large data stores and stuff like that. I can build them for my clients, not so much for my um, for the world, um, but that's a different story altogether. So it's like, so yeah, so you look at um, the tool sets out there. I know there's another one about to hit the marketplace at the moment, which kind of like looks quite nice as well. Um, which is oh, you have a, if you didn't have such a stupid URL, I would have remembered it. I'll I'll announce it next week anyway. What that one is, and I know that Yaustavork just um, released Quicks, which is quite nice. It's like a keyboard shortcut thing. Um, if you like me, that you will never use it because I use my mouse and fat fingers. But if you like things like Q, uh, like G. Dave and it goes and does Google search and stuff like that. Uh, I know uh, Majestic's been around for ages and it's just a link tool anyway. So, um, yeah, so those are the ones I would check out. Uh, Raven is on Raven hyphen SEO hyphen tools. Is it really? I don't think it was. Um, yeah, it is. I lie. I'm bad. Um, and obviously, SEO Mars has got their own tool set. So, check both those out. And if I've lied, come back and tell me, and I don't know what I can do. I just, you know, what I mean, it's just my opinion. It doesn't really matter. I mean, Michael, do you, do you use any SEO tools or not? Is there anything that, or is yours pretty much all in-house bespoke stuff and just your brain? Yeah, it's it's um, it, of course in-house partly uh, in-house stuff um, and 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 you know, small utilities that are built over time. And then you know a lot of the uh, a lot of the basic stuff out there that that everybody is using that there's hardly any reason to to mention. Um, I haven't really bought into any of the the, 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 the tools packages in in that way uh, for a long time. Uh, but I mean the the Raven stuff definitely looks uh, interesting and um, might be worth a look a closer look. Um, but no, at the moment I'm not I'm not using any tools sit in, in, in that manner. Um, yeah, no, it is. It's, it's definitely, I mean, the fact that you could, I think, uh, I'm not stepping, I'm pretty sure that Search Engine Journal and um, Dave Schneider's lot announced that they were, they were white labeling anyway, which they do, you know what I mean? So I think that gives it credibility within itself, you know what I mean? It's uh, 
like yeah. I say, if we didn't have our own set, I'm pretty sure that I'd be hitting up Matt and saying, hey, come on, I want a big discount. And I'll pump it and I'll wear Raven Tool T-shirts and stuff like this um, for a white yeah, label. There are tool sets that, that um, and I think that there's, a, there's a lot of different uh, ones. I've I'm, I'm mostly been using more specific uh, tools like, uh, I've been using SEO Spyglass for, for a number of years for, for several things, uh, but that is like very specific to to, um, to link analysis, which I, th- I still think it's it's pretty good for. Um, and and, um, and and there's other tools that are, that are you know like uh, Majestic SEO uh, with with the link database that they they, they have is is interesting and great, uh, but that is also very specific to to one kind of task. Um, I mean, it's, I I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure, though. I'm sure that things like Raven will allow you to put the Majestic API key in there. Is that probably. true, Matt? He's in the chat room at the moment. So if it is true, he should ping back and say, "Yay, it is or no, is it not yet?" Boo, Matt. Get your finger out. Get it plugged in. Um, so you know what I mean. So, but that's the thing. Yeah, as soon as you get the appies, you know what I mean. You can just bring it, keep pulling this data over and over and over again. So it is, you know what I mean. It's like it's good to see tools out there. Um, it, I'm still a great believer that if you give me all the best carpentry tools in the world, I am still not going to make a, a cabinet or a chest of drawers. What I will most probably make is bits of wood shavings and pieces of wood to burn on the fire and that'll be about it unfortunately um but other I've than been, that been, you know uh, what, I mean? what i've been been focusing on uh, for for our own stuff is is more different part of the market i mean all these tool sets and and tools and and also uh, to a great degree the the seo Moss, uh, pro service which is also a good service is, is very much targeted to what I would say, like the, the, the wannabe and the semi and maybe also the pro SEOs, the, the, the ones that really want SEO and want to understand and want to work SEO, which of course is a, is a very big market. Um, but there's also also different other kinds of markets and, and other kinds of needs that are, that are still related to, to um, SEO, especially um, the organic part, of course. Um, that's uh, the kind of things that I'm doing uh, together with Ann Kennedy and, and some of the guy, other guys in, in, in what we call Jobler, which is, which is more focused on, on people that really don't want to know all about SEO, but really just want to get it done and they want to have a good overview of, of, of the improvements that they're making. So we were focusing more on the reporting part of your visibility and scoring that, giving you guides on, on, on what you should actually do with your site and stuff like that. Rather than having these more, I would say, in a positive way, geeky kind of tools that are, that you know made for people that really want to get into to it, and and I'm maybe working in markets where they they, they do have to get much more into uh, details. Um, but there's a, there's there's different. Just to point out, really, that there's a, there's um, there's very different markets and very different webmasters out there that have very different needs, um, and it's just great to see that there there. Are, a lot of interesting services popping up to to serve these different kind of needs. So so you know you should maybe as a as a webmaster or potentially someone that needs to work with SEO, really consider what kind of of of, of person you are, what kind of tools, or what kind of services that um, that gives you what you need. And most likely, uh, you would sign up to multiple packages. You know, I mean. 
we all use different services for different purposes and some of them we pay for some of them are free uh, but one tool even the greatest tool set in the world is not enough for 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 anyone who wants to get really serious with um, with this stuff anyway yeah, i think um i totally agree it's the the situation that you're going to take a break <laughs> yeah, I think we need to take a small break, and then uh, right. in the last part of the show, we could um, talk a little bit about the coming uh, conferences. There's some interesting conferences coming up. So, um, if you stay with us, and please welcome our sponsors, we will be back in a minute. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, Pareto Logic, and Avonquest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to over 30,000 subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO, SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at articlesender.com. That's article S-E-N-D-E-R.com. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome to the final part of Strike Point. Um, before the break, we were talking about SEO tools, and I have no clue what we're going to talk about next. Over to you, Mikkel. Yep. <laughs> We have some uh, conferences. Uh, <laughs> we have some a couple of conferences coming up. Um, there is uh, SES going on 
in two weeks, I think, just about two weeks, uh, starting up in London. Um, and um, that's always a good show. It's been there for, well, I think actually it was the second or the third show ever made about SEO in the world when, when, when Danny started that show, right after the first show in, uh, in the U.S., I remember going to that one, I think that was the first one I, um, now somebody in the chat room is saying, I sound like Jack, Michael J. Fox, was that before, after he got sick? Because my throat is really feeling bad, <laughs> so maybe, maybe, maybe a bad throat turned me into Michael J. Fox, I don't know. Anyway, SES uh, London was one of the original shows, and uh, still a very good show, so I'm honored to go there again this year. Have a couple of good sessions there. I haven't uh, really prepared myself yet, so I need to do that this week. But I'm sure it's going to be good. Um, you're going there as well, right? Yep, New York and London. Yeah, both of those. I'm not doing the uh, Munich one. Munich one. Um, I'm I'm all over the place actually this year. It's like I need to do a post on everywhere I'm speaking my my calendar because I know I'm speaking in Norway. And where else am I speaking? Uh, I don't. Oh, Munich. A for you in Munich. I'm speaking at. Um, so it should be interesting. Interesting year for conferences. I'm gonna try and do a I, few of the smaller ones again. Um, I thought you were gonna speak. We've got a bit of a uh, time lag, haven't we today? <coughs> yeah, we got a little bit of a delay between us. Um, unfortunately. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and do a few of the smaller shows again this year. Um, I want to try and get the guys back over at our SEO Roadshow. I want them doing some more stuff again, so hopefully I can see if I can kickstart that and get involved in that a little bit. Um, if not, then bloody I'll have to host one myself, won't I, over in Leeds or something. Just uh, I like the idea of having a, a conference... Ooh, a for you, Munich and Essex. Uh, oh. I'm not doing SMX London, apparently, Bass. Uh, Bass is just telling me that a for you, Munich and SMX London have an overlap a day. Um, but I've not been asked to speak at SMX, so I guess I will be speaking there. Um, but I have been asked to speak at a for you, so I will definitely be at that one. But uh, totally lost my train of thought. Well done, Bass. As normal, you uh, interjected just at the right time. Um, yeah, one that I really like the idea of is a lot of the guys are talking about Campex, which is more of a, like, sit down around laptops, chat, 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 work stuff out, open forum, do what you want. I really like that idea, um, and toying with doing a couple of those this year, maybe even hosting them myself, just seeing how it goes. Um, and just saying, okay, let's meet up at this hotel, I've booked a couple of rooms, um and take it from there sort of thing just the you know just the idea of like sharing knowledge uh you know what i mean so it should be interesting um as long as it's not one of those ones where it's like everyone has to sign ndas and stuff like that i'm not into that kind of game i like openness um so it'd be interesting small groups maybe it's 25 to 50 i guess and if you had a couple of decent people there that's like one seo one analytics one wordpress i guess um one black hat because that's always fun to have and one another 
so one affiliate i guess so if you had those five type of people there then you can break off into small groups and just sit and be happy happy and and chew the fat sort of thing so i'll say i'll i'll sound that one out into the community and see what we what we think and uh let's see if we can start some of those off um in the uk and maybe push into europe and maybe america so yeah maybe it's pushing back seo days again which i like that you know what i mean i really like that sort of thing i like the idea of having really high ticket prices like seo Oktoberfest. um i think that's an awesome show and i really like the idea of having the smaller shows where it's more of a, a niche group of people that it's like it's all kept under the radar you know i mean i used to have meetings all the time um in manchester you know what i mean where we'd just gather and be like it'd be kept in private forms people would go meet up drink beer uh have a laugh have a joke talk about the latest things that's going on um and then go a separate race and i went to one of those meetings came away with an idea implemented it next month made an extra 28 grand you can't knock that for um networking so that should be uh, i want i definitely want to do some of those anyway so that'll be interesting and now that baz is apologizing for interrupting me it's like it's it, he's he owes me a big favor now so maybe i'll make him write my book <laughs> Um, that we keep that we keep talking about so many times over and over and over again. That one of these days I'm just going to take. I mean, how long did it take you to write yours? Uh, well, it 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 this one uh, this one that I just did in Danish was was kind of a, a masterpiece that I, that I always wanted to put together. So it was a, quite a bit longer than most books. It's a, in 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 the printed form. It's it's just about a thousand pages. So so it it. Took me a little little longer than than average, but I would say for an average kind of book, like two three hundred pages, uh, it it it's it's roughly uh, in in about an hour per page, you know. So it's like two three hundred hours uh, of work, including uh, whatever revisions you do and stuff. But then on top of that comes um, uh, grammar checking and error checking and technical editing, and and I really urge anybody who wants to write a book uh, to do that. Um, first, have a technical editor. What is which is really just whatever you need. If you have have coding examples in your book, make sure you have another coder to check the code. Because even though you know what you're doing, you can make mistakes, and and the code, of course, should be executable <laughs> in in your book. And then, of course, have error uh, uh, checking for 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 language uh, issues. Not so much just uh, grammar and spelling. But also like logics. Uh, maybe you're talking about something on page three that you don't explain before page five. Uh, but then maybe you should switch over those two things. And you know, just the logic of, of your text. And of course, finally have someone qualified to do grammar and um, and spell checking. So that comes on top of of you know the the, the two or three hundred hours or whatever you spend on, on the writing. So I mean, writing a book is a lot more. Book. I mean, when you start writing the you book, the first couple of weeks, there, the first couple of weeks, it's so easy. I mean, you're you know just shooting off all the easy stuff. It's 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 like the the first half of an exam. That's easy. It's once you get to the to the hard parts, you know, all the little things that you that you need to look up or research and 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 maybe you know a little harder to write, you know, then it then the hours start uh, popping up. So so. Um, it's interesting. I like writing, and I'm gonna do a lot more writing. Uh, hopefully, I'm gonna do some writing in English uh, soon, so I can get some release out there. Um, but it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. 
Okay, don't put me off too much just yet, okay? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm still up for doing one at the moment. I want to do a couple... <laughs> I do that. I, th- I think it'd be nice to to actually say, yeah, um, this this is me and this is what I've done and this is how you should do it, sort of thing. So um, I want it in my voice, though. You know what I mean? It's in in me. This is who I am. I I don't want a a boring ABC book. Um, I, oh. I want it to be, you know, what I mean, from the heart. You know what I mean? So that that'd be the hard part. But I think- almost like. I- um, one will be a technical SEO side of it, and the other one will be the, the diary of Dave. I think. I think what what is interesting in the in the book now you? is that that um, uh, the basics of SEO is already covered pretty well. There's so many you know uh, uh, basic SEO books that cover just about anything from from A to C. There's still you know certain areas that I don't think are covered so well. The more darker areas of SEO, the blacker stuff is not covered so well. Reputation management in, in organic search is not covered so well. There's certain things that are not covered totally well, but the most of the basics of SEO is covered, which uh, to me is inspiring because it leaves room for more um, more niche-oriented uh, SEO books. SEO books where you take, you know, like a like a, a very uh, a narrow part of, of the work and, and expand on that. Or, or a book, like you were talking about, more dairy kind of book, this is my life and SEO kind of book. Um, maybe discussion books, you know, it could be between people like you or me or Bess and other people that discuss different ways of doing things rather than just, you know, the typical uh, teach book A to C, this is how you do, this is what you go, and then you do build your pages and build some links and whatever. Those kind of books we already have. So I think it's it's inspiring to to look at the next phase of um, of SEO books coming out, and um, yeah, I think it it we're gonna see a whole lot of, of cool and interesting books that can all hopefully can can inspire people to to do better work. Yeah, and it's like and now people have realised that I'm online. Some people are saying, yeah, that's a cool idea, and other people are saying, are you playing Xbox after the radio show? <laughs> I don't know. It's totally up to my wife, Anthony. We'll have to wait and see, won't we, mate? Um, (laughs) I am so in trouble with Xbox. I can't leave it alone. I'm like, it's like crack cocaine. I'm addicted to it. Um, It's like my brain's all fuddled now. But it's like Bass is just posting the chat room. You know, a cooler, like an interactive book. (laughs) You mean what would Dave do? That would be a good idea for a book, Bass. What would Dave do? Common th- common things. It's like ABC. It's like it's like. What would Dave do? Oh, Dave would go to the pub and get drunk and come back in ninety days. Normally that fixes everything. That's my answer to everything at the moment. Leave it ninety days and see what happens. Um, but yeah, no, I think the, I think I've got to do it. You know, what I mean, there's too much pressure from too many people for me not to do it. Um, and just like I want to do some, like I want to do some conferences that have got a difference. You know, what I mean, something that's a bit edgy. Me and um, Chris G went to uh, Supercar Day, and we thought that would be an awesome place to have a conference. As an example, you know, what I mean, one day conferencing, one day Ferrari driving and Lamborghini driving. Um, you know, what I mean, so it's like that would be awesome for me too if we if I could organise something like that. Me and Bass will have to sit down and have a big chat about it all and see where we go from there. Um, okay. 
So, I don't know if you uh, do you want to cover anything else, Mikkel, before we just ramble into Volkswagen camper vans and. Like I think I think we um, I think we're probably. <laughs> or do you want to draw a line under it right now? <laughs> yeah, I think I think we should draw the line here. <laughs> yeah. anyway, okay, I, so yeah, we actually audited. Uh, well, I again. think we've almost. Yeah, I think we did well. It was a live show. We'll try and do another one next week. I know that SES London is coming up. Um, hopefully, we'll try. Are you do, are you doing SES London? Yeah. You're doing, uh, Michael, are you doing this? Just, I hate this time lag. Okay, so yeah, we'll mo- try and do a show from there, I guess, or yeah. around that time anyway. That would be good. So hopefully I'll see you all next week. Have a good week. <laughs>